So hands down, the best and greatest moment of the weekend came during the Tongan League test. Uh, the crowd once again was electric. The sea of red flags, um, the sipito and the haka were magnificent. The crowd was screaming the league was great. Uh, particularly young Brandon Smith, who scurried and scampered and electrified the backs. Someone described him as a ball and a pinball machine which knows only one way, and that way was forward. We're going to have to stop telling everybody that Brandon's from Waiheke Island. I'm sure he, even he's getting tired of it, but there he was amazing. Now, all these things were good, but for me, the pinnacle of the entire weekend was Benji Marshall crying during the national anthem. Seven long years after last donning the black jersey, Benji was back and you saw what it meant to him. You saw his pride in representing his country. I shared in that. And I realized that I hadn't felt a good bit of Kiwi pride, pride in the country for a while. And maybe that's the problem with being a talkback host. You often explore the bits of the country that you're not proud of, the situations and the people who have gone wrong. It was a refreshing to see naked pride in New Zealand. And it's fair to say, as Benji cried, my eyes also went just a little sweaty. And then, of course, he came onto the field of play and played brilliantly. But I also felt pride at the Tongan supporters, who obviously love their home country immensely. Yet when their adopted country started rolling over the team, they didn't give up. They kept their esprit de corps. They kept their positivity. You could actually tell that the Tongan supporters... Love both the teams playing, both the countries. Really, they couldn't lose. Uh, which, funny enough, is the way I felt when Tonga rolled us all those years back in Hamilton. But, you know, it was beautiful. Now, the second greatest moment of the weekend was when the Black Caps pipped the Windies at the post at the Cricket World Cup. Such an exciting morning sitting there in my, in my dressing gown with my coffee. And where, what would we be and where would we be without our captain? who has now won us two games in a row. Kane Williamson's 148 was absolutely imperious. King Kane, indeed. Mr. Steady the Ship. But what was great was the way he so quickly ran onto the pitch to console Brathwaite, the West Indian batsman who nearly did the impossible and, and pipped us at the post. The New Zealand team impresses everyone, firstly with their no-nonsense team play, but also their generous spirit and their sportsmanship. We have so much to be proud of, of our elite sports people. Yet, compare the behaviour of our elite players with the boorish behaviour that made the front page of the Sunday paper. Refs threatened by players, one forced to hide in changing rooms, fearing for his safety. Refs threatened by spectators. Refs told they were cheats. It's a story that raises its head every year, particularly in winter and particularly in football, rugby and league. Weekend warriors and their mates who lose all perspective on the local sporting fields. Who don't seem to have watched the role models that are our national representatives. As a former football ref myself, volunteer, who's had his fair share of abuse, you have to say, just rein it back, boys. It's mostly boys. You know, almost all refs in this country are volunteers. They are not paid to put up with this sort of rubbish. They're not paid at all. And always remember, without them, you don't have your fun on a Saturday. So follow the lead of King Kane. Follow the lead of Benji. Grow up and play fair.